0: Hey guys, what is going on? My name is Jordan Eckley. Man, that intro gets me pumped up. I'm super excited for uh, this podcast. Welcome to Captain's Corner, our first episode here today. Uh, today we're just going to line out kind of what the podcast is all about, um, share with you a little bit about my story and what has brought us here today. So without further ado, let's dive in. So Captain's Corner, um, I got this idea about Captain's Corner um, basically because of my own journey, uh, coming from playing college baseball to entering into the business world. Uh, it was it was kind of a tough transition for me, to be honest. So um, I know that there are several athletes out there, I've had a lot of conversations uh, with athletes over the years, former athletes, college athletes, professional athlete, athletes, Making that transition from, you know, going to practice every day, uh, in the weight room every day, uh, with trainers every single day, kind of having this um, success or this, um, you know, work hard mentality, and being able to translate that into the business world has been something that's really tough for a lot of athletes to do, and not only that, but also going from you know that that team mindset and uh, everything that is correlated to uh, team sports and then also individual sports, um, it's just a completely it can be a completely different mindset uh, that simply just needs a, a flip of the switch. So um, what I'm going to do today is kind of share what my journey was like, and so. Uh, back when I was uh, in college. I played college baseball at Mid-America Nazarene University in Olathe, Kansas. It's an NAIA school, uh, a little school just outside of Kansas City, um, and absolutely loved my time there. Had some incredible teammates and some awesome professors and some great coaches, um, but one thing that, uh, I would say that I got the most out of my experience there was my relationships with my teammates. I mean, I think every, every athlete out there could probably say, say the same thing about their experience. I mean, we, we had won some championships in my day and we'd been to national tournaments and, um, had some amazing success, uh, both as a team and also me per- personally, um, on the field, but, uh, you know, those relationships off the field were really something that was really important to me and and has been a a great impact in my life. So, uh, but, you know, reversing the clock to to when I graduated, um, I thought there was going to be a potential for me to play at the next level. Um, I had some pretty good success, uh, especially my senior year, um, you know, on the team, but uh, God kind of closed those doors and I was faced with this, uh, decision that I felt like was going to define my life for the rest of my life. So, trying to decide what was next uh, was really tough for me. You know, I thought Jordan Eckley. You know, every everything associated with Jordan Eckley had to do with baseball. So, uh, I put my eggs all in that proverbial baseball basket, so to speak. And having to make the decision on what was my life going to be like, what career was I going to pick, was daunting. It was stressful, and I'm sure there are a lot of college athletes that are out there right now that are you know, faced with that same decision right now, or maybe even uh, people that are in a industry change, or they're looking to switch professions altogether. Making that change or making that switch uh, is stressful and can be um, really tough to do, but uh, what I found was making that transition, I was in this kind of lull period, this period of like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is this almost like frozen, uh, not being able to make that decision. And so um, some things that that I really wanted to be able to do, there are really kind of three things that I did as I was making this transition, Um, you know, and and going to going from business or from the baseball world to the business world, um, I asked myself, uh, okay, let's reflect back on uh, back on my time playing baseball. At this time, I had um, started working with our family company. We sell health and life insurance, and so that was something that um, I knew I could, I could kind of fall back on, but it was not something that I was super excited about or saw myself doing. So, I started uh, interviewing different uh, different places. Ended up really liking uh, financial planning. I thought that was kind of that was gonna be what I what I was gonna do. Um, in college, I would studied pastoral ministry, uh, but that didn't—the um, doors didn't open for me to be able to pursue something like that. So, uh, I went back to my default, which was uh, investments, and and for me in this time frame, it was it was going to be uh, financial planning. So, I had several different interviews, different uh, companies here in Kansas City, had a couple different job offers. Uh, and as I was going through the interview process, as I was I was working, I had all these decisions to make. I sat back and I was like, you know what? Let let me. I loved baseball so much, and I loved what it provided me. I felt this fulfillment in my heart. So why don't I take a step back and let's evaluate the things that caused me to feel that fulfillment when I was playing baseball? So I asked myself. The first thing I asked myself. The first thing I did. Was I asked myself what filled my cup, and so as I reflected back, um, I thought about the times that uh, I had just an incredible amount of joy aside from my success. So outside of the the team wins, outside of the you know the uh, baseball accolades that I had in the first team all American awards, the um, conference player of the year awards, the uh, conference title championship. Aside from all of those successes, what things did I truly enjoy? What moments or memories stood out to me the most? And why did those stand out to me the most? I'll never forget my senior year. Uh, we're traveling back from a um, little school. In, in West Texas uh, called Wayland Baptist and it was is a pretty far drive for us but it was always our first uh, first game one of our first couple games that we would play in the year because it was a lot warmer uh, down in Texas than it is uh, in Kansas City in February. So uh, we get get down there we play our you know play our four game series and our way back, I'll never forget just the the conversations that I had with a couple of my teammates uh, pretty much the entire way back. And, you know, keep in mind, we're driving through the night on a, on a bus sitting in the back of the bus, just sharing stories of, of the good old days, talking about high school, talking about, um, you know, stories about our families and just really connecting on a personal level and making those connections and connecting with people on a personal level. You know, those, those were some of the memories that stood out to me the most, especially with my teammates. And so, um, I began to find out that I loved connecting with people. I loved being able to help people. Um, another phenomenal uh, memory that really came to mind was um, I I really had a had a great relationship with um, the backup center fielder. I played center field in college, and so the uh, my backup was a freshman, and I loved being able to talk to him, especially in practice about the game. I got to I felt like I was able to instill in him some. Uh, some wisdom and um, kind of how to how to predict what was going to happen, uh, how the ball was going to come off the bat, uh, based on the type of pitch that was thrown and the type of batter that was uh, that was at the plate. Uh, being able to talk in practice about strategy, about how how to run, um, you know, track balls, how to how to get the ball out of the sun. You know, being able to to communicate um, the skills that I had learned through my mistakes being able to instill that in a up-and-coming player without him having to go through all those mistakes uh, was were, were things that I really enjoyed and I loved to do whether it was it was that helping people run bases helping people learn um, how to read a pitcher and and what pitches were coming you know all of those things I really enjoyed and so for me what I found out was I wanted to be able to invest into people and I wanted to help them grow those were things Two things that were really, really important to me as I began to ask myself what filled my cup. So the second thing I began to ask myself was, what EQ skills did I offer my team? And so as we think about our different types of skills, we have EQ skills and IQ skills. So IQ skills are kind of your hard skills. Um, You know, so for instance, in sports, it would be um, how how hard you can hit a serve, how fast you can throw a pitch, how um, uh, what your your three-point percentage is uh, behind the arc. It's it's you know your um, shot percentage. It's those those things are what you call your your hard skills, your IQ skills. Then on the opposite end of the spectrum, we've got EQ skills. So those are going to be your emotional skills, the skills that um, people remember you for. And so if if you can think about you know the top five people in your life that have had the biggest impact on you. Um, and somebody were to ask you why, what what characteristics do they have that caused you to feel this impact? You're going to name off at least three of those five skills. I would, you know, you could even argue all five of them are going to be emotional skills. So how they connected with you, how they were able to show empathy, how they helped you navigate really tough times um, emotionally for you in your life, and so. As I were to reflect back on my time with my teammates, uh, I began to see some EQ skills that I had were, you know, positivity. Um, it was empathy. It was um, uh, being able to uh, simply just like connect, you know, connect with my teammates, and uh, again, really, really focused on on empathy with my teammates. And so those were some of my uh, EQ skills that I really possessed and that I could see myself really living in when I played baseball and so um, my sh- those were some of my strengths relationally being able to help people come out of uh, really down seasons or in a if, if I had a teammate that was in a slump or if I had a teammate that was going through something outside of uh, outside of practice outside of the baseball field being able to connect with them and help them walk through uh, those tough seasons of life were things that I really enjoyed and so um, you know, answering those couple of questions really helped guide me and direct me on, you know, what path I was supposed to supposed to choose. And so as I began to uncover the, the skills and uh, the things that filled my cup, the last question and the last thing I really did was ask myself, OK, out of the opportunities that I have or even the opportunities that I don't have right now, things I'm not thinking about or not pursuing, what opportunities out there? that will allow me to experience these two things or these two questions the best. So how can I invest into people the most? How can I help them grow? How can I show empathy and be positive? How, how can I live in those strengths and be able to fill my cup in those ways? What opportunity, what job, what career is going to allow me to do that? And, um, and I asked, you know, I'd ask myself, what opportunity or career can I pursue that will allow me the opportunity to live in these the most? And so I had I had a couple of financial um, uh, financial opportunities I had. I had and I while I was interviewing. I was also working with our family business. And so um, being able to connect with people and and help guide them through the intricacies of. Picking out the the perfect plan for them from a healthcare perspective, I began to really experience that. I began to really get good at that as I was kind of exploring what was going to be next for me in my life, and um, I caught this. I guess I began to catch this vision for not only what I could do to help serve my community and help serve my clients, but I also caught this vision for what the company could be, and and how not only could we help people find the right health plan, but how we as a family or as as a business could help people that are coming out of college find a job that would be in, an incredibly fun environment and would provide a phenomenal service to people who really need help with finding the right insurance plan. And so I caught this vision. And at the time, you know, we had probably eight to 10 total agents in the business. Uh, they were, um, you know, average age between 40 and uh, probably 50 and and, uh, and 60. That would probably be the average age range. Um, and uh, everybody worked remote. Everyone worked from from out of their house. And so um, after I, I began to catch this and I, I began to ask myself these questions, I was like, man, I really see an opportunity with the family business to begin to explore growing this, building this, scaling this business along with my uh, my family to, uh, to really ha- help me live within uh, the things that I want to live in. That's, that's going to fill my cup and help me invest into people and uh, really, really help connect with people on a personal level. And so, um, you know, I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to dive into this. I'm going to, I'm going to jump into the family business and let's, let's run, let's do it. So fast forward to 2021. So that was in 2016 I joined the business, Uh, late 2016. We're talking, um, let's see, August, no, July, July of 2016. Uh, Fast forward to July of 2021, uh, we pretty much 10X the business. So when I started, we were at, I think, $1.3 million in sales 2021. We were sitting around 13 to 15 million um, in revenue, I mean, um, and then in um, as far as employees go, we had started again out with with eight to 10 when I started. And, uh, in 2021, we had roughly around 80 total employees, that's agents and employees combined. We had three offices, one in Kansas city, and then two in the Chicago land area. So, uh, we, we were incredibly blessed, um, you know, with that business, but, you know, as I sit here today, I've actually transitioned out of that business. So again, going through another transition, um, period of my life, and uh, man just I've been I've been just really blessed with some amazing people around me so um, again my my um, interests are always uh, to help people grow invest into people and that's a big reason why I wanted to do this podcast and being able to share with people uh, some things that I had learned you know throughout the years you know being in a small business and really helping it scale to the uh, ability that we were able to help scale it, you're kind of in a pressure cooker. And I know most entrepreneurs out there can completely understand this, but when you're running your own business and uh, you've got to make uh, marketing decisions, you've got to write your website, you've got to um, hire key people um, for from a back end perspective or administrative perspective to help make sure that you can continue to run and do the things that you do well um, to, you know, even running, picking out the right CRM and running call centers, the way you're supposed to run a call center for my my call center people out there, um, you know, and, and making sure that your business is taken care of, uh, not only from a legal perspective, but also from a growth perspective, making sure that you've got the right, the right amount of people that can take care of the clients that you have and can help you scale the business the way you need to is incredibly important. And so for us, being able to have the right leadership in place was was incredibly important. So we, I was able to help develop, uh, or I developed a leadership development program in the business and really helped us begin to widen our funnel of, of leaders, you know, our, our biggest um, hindrance uh, when I was there, was helping us develop leaders that could begin to take take um, some of the load off of ownership's plate. And so um, those are all some really key things that I was able to help implement as we began to build and scale that business. So um, just to kind of provide you a little bit about, about my history, I hope you found some of that insightful. And if you're in a transition period, or if you are uh, transitioning from college to um, business or to, to corporate, if you are transitioning from one industry to the next, um, I'd really, really consider asking yourself the questions that I asked myself as I was making that transition. And I, again, things that I'm continuing to ask myself and really dig into and really uncover the things that fill my cup, that give me energy, that that help me uh, help propel me into a, um, a mode of action, not a mode of reaction. And so again, just to kind of reiterate, some of those questions are, you know, what things fill my cup? Uh, what, what did I enjoy aside from success? Everybody loves success, but aside from the success, what did you enjoy about your past? Um, you know, whether that's a sport or whether that's another job that you had at a different point in time in your life, what things did you enjoy about that job? Um, what moments or memories stand out to you the most and why do those things stand out to you? A second kind of uh, line of questioning to ask yourself is what EQ skills did I offer my team? So again, whether if you're working on a team in the past or if you're volunteering with uh, a group of people, what EQ skills did you offer them that was very vital to um, the success of that team Uh, What were your strengths relationally? What areas uh, do you know that you operate really well in? And then kind of that third line of questioning is what opportunity is out there that is going to allow me to experience these two things the best, these two lines of questions the best. What opportunity or career can I pursue that will allow me the opportunity to live within my strengths and to allow myself to fill my cup the most? So hopefully, um, you know, as you're making these this transition and as you're tuning into the podcast here, we're able to offer you some really valuable content that's going to allow you to really step into your potential. So the key to or the the purpose of this podcast is really to help share lessons that I've learned through sports and help you apply those to business and life and how and, and share with you guys stories of, of how I've been able to do that. Uh, so I hope that this podcast helps athletes make that transition from their sport uh, to the business world. So until, uh, until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to please share this podcast, I'd love for this content to get out to somebody. If you found this valuable or uh, intriguing, uh, please share this season. One is going to be all about, um, you know, this type of content and season two, we're going to be doing a ton of interviews with former athletes, kind of that have had, Uh, success and coming into the business world and some lessons that they've learned there. So again, please like, comment, share uh, the podcast. I'd love to get your guys' feedback on uh, some nuggets that you had they were able to take away. So again, until next time, thanks a lot.